Hi, this is Netta. Welcome to Pieces of My Heart. It's Christmas time, and I've been studying something you might not hear a lot about, which is the fruits of the Spirit. I mean, not a lot about at Christmas time. From Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And there is no law against those things. Now, when I was growing up, my mom taught me how to sew like with the sewing machine and, you know, you buy patterns and fabric and you cut it out. And it's not just fabric and thread and scissors. There's a lot of other things and tools and knowledge that go into sewing something. (coughs) Excuse me. So when I was um, like a younger elementary, even, I mean, older elementary, younger, junior high, I could make some decent stuff. Like I made clothes that I actually was proud to wear, which sort of blows my mind now because as I grew up and grew older and got out on my own, I still really enjoyed the satisfaction of sewing, but you know, I had more demands on my life. And so I would sit down to make a project and I would pull out the fabric and start on this project and realize, oh, I'm missing this tool or, oh, I forgot to buy this or, oh, I don't have any more of that. And I'd be missing the pieces. Now, um, because I was short on time, very often I would improvise. And well, (laughs) you can see where that's going because improvising when you're sewing doesn't always look the nicest. And I have to say that many of the things I've made over the years, um, didn't turn out so well. Like for instance, the last time I decided to make a clothing for myself, one of the last times, it was when I was pregnant with Zoe. So we're talking like 19 years ago and I didn't want to buy a pattern. So I thought I'll just improvise with this pattern I have and I'll make it into a maternity dress because you know, I can figure this out. Well, I didn't do all the things I needed. I didn't have all the parts that I needed. And when I got it mostly put together, I put it on and the extra like tummy space that I made was actually sticking out on the side, like on the side of my body. (laughs) So I don't make a lot of clothing. The reason I'm telling you all this is because we're looking at peace today. One of the fruits of the Spirit, having the Spirit of Jesus living in us because we've invited him there. And peace is something that grows from that. Now, peace in the New Testament was written in the Greek language, and this word means when all the essential parts are joined together, or God's gift of wholeness. All the essential parts are joined together. You have all the important parts. So if we translate that to my sewing situation, obviously I didn't have all of the appropriate parts and pieces, and it turned out not so great. And then I would be frustrated, like, ugh, I don't even know how to sew anymore. Well, it wasn't that. I was just cutting corners and I was trying to make things work that honestly I knew better. In looking at Christmas time or our lives in general, as our schedules pick up and the things that are required of us in so many areas begin to get very demanding, we very often want to skip the essentials. Um, We want to skimp or improvise. And I'm speaking of the essentials of our spiritual walk with Jesus. The fuller our schedules get, sometimes the less 
time we spend with Jesus, the less attention we give him. And we try to improvise by throwing on a worship song on the way to work and counting that. Now, that's great. It can only be helpful, but it cannot take the place of focusing on him, listening to the word of God and reading the word of God. Um, if we look at um, the story of Samuel, which again is not usually a story we hear a lot about at Christmas time, but the story of Samuel comes from the book of Samuel. And this is when he was a child and his mother had taken him to the temple because he was literally an answer to her prayers for a child. And he was very young and he is living with the high priest at that point in the Jewish culture, whose name was Eli. Eli had a good heart, but he did not discipline his children. So he was, here's little Samuel living with these crazy sons of Eli who were horrible and rebellious and defiant and mean and didn't listen to their dad or God. And you you are probably familiar with the story in 1 Samuel chapter 3, where during the night, um, Samuel started to hear someone calling his name, and he assumes it's the aging Eli. And so in the middle of the night, he hops up and it says he would get up and go to Eli and say, yes, do you, what, what do you need? Here I am. And Eli is like, oh, you know, it wasn't me. Go back to bed, kid. And that happened three times. And all three times it says Samuel got up and went to Eli. He would go and serve. And it was not convenient. It's never convenient to get up in the middle of the night. It's not comfortable. It's not something we desire. But in the process of being willing to serve and doing what was uncomfortable, he put himself in a place where all of a sudden Eli goes, wait a minute, this is God. God is speaking to you. Go back and say, Lord, I'm listening. I read this a couple of days ago, and I was like, ah, when I am willing to get up and serve and do the things God's asking me to do, and that might mean get up in the morning and spend time with him. That used to be one of my biggest challenges. And after our last son was born and he finally started sleeping through the night, (laughs) none of my children did forever, but finally after he got into a routine, I just was determined I am going to start my day with Jesus. Because up until that point, I had spent time with him at all different times of the day, and that was fine too. But now I was in a place I could do it in the morning. Oh, it seemed like the biggest sacrifice on earth to get up. But you know, after a while, it became such a normal part as breathing. Like when I got up, I got to get that cup of tea and I have to sit and read the word of God or I'm a mess or I'm missing pieces for that day. And when I'm missing the essential pieces, I don't have peace. Peace is not about my schedule. It's not about my situation. It's not about all my relationships. Peace is having the essential peace. That is Jesus. Spending time with the one who loves me most and listening to his word. So I wrote in my journal, Samuel was willing to get up and go serve, even when it was very uncomfortable or in the middle of the night or early in the morning. Because of this, he was in a perfect spot to hear God speak. If you feel like you don't have peace this Christmas season and everyone's saying, peace on earth, goodwill to men, you know, give yourself some time 
to get the pieces together, to sit with Jesus. Maybe you just want to put on some Christmas music like I have here and and stare at your tree. And maybe you just need to read the Christmas story over and over. Maybe you just need to go to Psalm and Psalms and read a psalm over and over, putting your name in there. Remembering that He, God, who sent His Son Jesus, is the essential piece. He brings wholeness. He fits the pieces together. But He won't do that if we're always on the run, just saying hi and bye. Sit down with Him. Listen to Him. It is God's gift of wholeness. And that is just a little piece of my heart. <laughs>